Weekday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Coffee with Clarissa on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Coffee with Clarissa. Now, atopic dermatitis is a chronic skin condition that can make your skin very itchy and scratchy. Usually identifiable as a rash, atopic dermatitis is an ailment that can be managed with proper care and treatment. However, as with many types of eczema, there is little awareness of common symptoms, the implications of this ailment and the treatments, which is why Money FM 89.3 today welcomes Dr. Mark Tang, consultant dermatologist at the Skin Specialist and Laser Clinic to talk to us about the symptoms of atopic dermatitis, some of the common misconceptions and the treatments, particularly the new ones that are available. Welcome to the show, Doctor. Thank you very much. Okay, so for the benefit of our listeners, I mean, most of us suffer from rashes every once in a while. Maybe, you know, too many cleaning supplies or whatever. So how can they figure out that it isn't just one of those one-off situations, and maybe they are suffering from atopic dermatitis? That's a great question. So eczema is a really common condition, Mm. and lots of us will suffer it from it, you know, once in our lifetime, Mm -hmm. or, you know, a few times in our lifetime. So the main difference between eczema Mm -hmm. and atopic dermatitis or atopic eczema is that atopic dermatitis is a genetic condition. Okay. So it's something which starts really early in life, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, it may get better, but then it, re- it will resurface on and off throughout the lifetime of a patient. And so atopic eczema is a disease under the umbrella of eczema, which is a general term, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's a specific immune signatures in there. Okay. And this immune signature results in other associated conditions such as asthma, mm-hmm. allergic rhinitis or you know, sensitive nose, mm-hmm. dust allergy, dry skin, um, and all this kind of like put together allows doctors to diagnose atopic dermatitis. Okay, so how do they know? What, what, what point does a person think, okay, maybe this isn't just a one-off, I'm allergic to this harsh soap or, or cleaning detergent, and maybe it's something else? So the first thing is that it's recurrent. Okay. It comes on and off. Mm-hmm. It normally lasts for more than six months uh, it, it, when you first start to have this condition. Okay. It's associated with dry skin, mm-hmm. red, itchy skin. Um, there is normally a personal history of asthma or allergic rhinitis. Mm-hmm. And then also in terms of the family history. So someone in the family, parents, cousins, siblings, will also have either eczema, asthma or allergic rhinitis. Okay, a lot of and we're Asian. So this is the typical Asian response. Somebody in the house gets bad rashes. You think okay, then we've got to clean the house, you know, and, and use harsher chemicals to clean the house mm. more thoroughly, vacuum, whatever. Maybe it's dust mites, maybe it's, but it's not that. Right. So interesting point that you, uh, you brought up. So it turns out mm-hmm. that, you know, people feel that the whole idea why eczema is on the rise and there's this whole huge epidemic of eczema mm-hmm. is really because of urbanization and the fact that we live in a cleaner and cleaner environment. Okay. So... The story about eczema is that our immune system is our defense system and Mm -hmm. it's actually a sensor and the skin is a huge immune defense system sensing the environment. Right. And we do need a little bit of dust, a little bit of dirt to train the immune system to respond in an appropriate way. Right. And eczema is a condition where the immune system has been 
kind of like trained in the wrong way and it goes into a very hyper-reactive state. Mm -hmm. And so when it encounters what would be normal, just normal dust, it over-responds. It It overreacts. It overreacts. Right. And it gets, you know, red, dry, itchy, inflamed. It's funny because I am Eurasian and I grew up in Malaysia and my parents, my mom used to go out and play, you know, and I'd come back and I'd be muddy and whatever. And we had a family that we were very close to. We ate a lot of meals with a very, very clean Chinese family. Mm. You know, you could eat off their floors. And they'd be like, oh, your daughter's so dirty. Oh, she's got to have a bath right now. Oh, you know. And my parents were like, a little a little dirt never killed anybody. So the the, the difference in, in attitudes. But I got sick a lot less mm. than their kids did. So your mum was right. I mean, <laughs> so it turns out your right. mum's yeah, mom's always right. right? Mum's always so right. So it's interesting observation. And, and, you know, this has been intensely researched. Mm. And, you know, we call this a, hy- a hygiene hypothesis. Right. And, you know, in uh, countries like in Germany, where they can study between women who bring up children in the farm, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing farming, they're coming in contact with animals. Right. And compared to people who live in the cities and mm-hmm. are very clean, you know, deliver in hospitals and stuff, big difference in terms of the prevalence. So Singapore, unfortunately, is, you know, a country which is first world and this is a first world we bleach disease. everything, don't we're we? We're too clean. No, we're too clean. But once you get eczema, the story is different. So this, so what we're talking about is, you know, how do we prevent eczema? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But once you get eczema, actually, you know, sometimes these dust and dirt and, and, you know, bacteria will worsen eczema. So the story is different. What we say, primary prevention. Mm -hmm. And now if you've got already got eczema, how you secondarily prevent or, you know, mitigate the disease is also a little bit different. Okay, we're talking to Dr. Mark Tang, consultant dermatologist at the Skin Specialist and Laser Clinic. All right, so we've reached that point. We've diagnosed it. What do we do? What are the treatments... Um, is it long-term? Is it topical? Is it oral? Tell us everything. So the treatment has to be directed really based on severity. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about severity, it depends really on what patients want. right? So some patients, we, we look at severity on, on two fronts. One is what the doctor sees, and these are objective, validated things I can look at, like how red the skin is, mm-hmm. how dry the skin is. And then we listen to the symptoms. So what patients tell us, and two things that, that really allow us to understand whether a patient is doing well or not. Is the patient sleeping well mm-hmm. and how bad is the itch? So using a, you know, a combination of what I see and what I hear, mm-hmm. I can make an assessment whether the patient is having mild, moderate or severe disease. Okay. Okay? And the treatment is related to that. The second important thing is really the age of the patient. So while we hope, and actually many patients and up to 50% of patients will outgrow eczema, there will be another 50 or 30 that won't outgrow eczema that will will take on this burden, this this diagnosis throughout their lives. And again, when we treat patients, we also have this long-term perspective, trying to understand where they are on this eczema journey Mm -hmm. and then to target the treatment based on what they need and you know what they want to achieve. So the principle of treatment is really to treat three key components of eczema. Okay. The first thing is the dryness of the skin. Sure. And the dryness leads to the redness of the skin or the inflammation. And the third thing is the itch. So the treatment is directed to these three key, uh, we call them pathogenic factors. Okay. And for each of them, we do different things. 
So for dryness, we would always emphasize, you know, a soap-free cleanser, you know, a moisturizer. Mm-hmm. For redness, it's an anti-inflammatory treatment. And I'm going to say something which a lot of patients get really worried about. We use steroids. Sure. And then there are non-steroid creams and non-steroid options. And for the itch, you know, it helps to do dryness treatment, redness treatment. And for the itch, we use things like antihistamines and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So together, the majority of patients will improve. Okay, so you're treating the three different, you've, you've got the itch, you've got the dryness, you've got the um, redness. Right. Uh, what about the patient themselves? Do they then have to reevaluate their lifestyle choices? Maybe they're golfers, maybe they play tennis, maybe they swim a lot. Do they have to stop doing those things? Well, the aim of treatment is so that they can do all these things. Right. So we always want them to be as, to do what they, they, they want to do, right? Right. So the uh, but there will be situations where there are known triggers mm-hmm. and these known triggers should be avoided as much right. as possible. And uh, a, a simple example would be, as you mentioned, sports. And mm-hmm. so, you know, swimming is great, but sometimes if you're in a hot sun and you're doing tennis, you know, that might make things worse. So again, it's very individualized mm-hmm. how each, each individual has in their lifestyle Certain things that they've got to avoid, mm-hmm. certain things they've got to minimize, and certain things they can, you know, enjoy. And I mean, that would be the same for any, any, any condition in that sense. Okay, so what about food triggers? Food triggers are important in children, mm-hmm. mainly less than the age of five. Okay. Uh, when it becomes adults, the immune system is intelligent enough not to develop food allergy in adulthood. Okay. That said, people can aggravate their eczema by certain foods, Mm -hmm. but it's not a true allergy per se. So we call this a pseudo-allergy, where Mm -hmm. it may manifest with a little bit of itch, but not really truly an allergic condition. Okay, let's let's talk about the big culprit everybody talks about, seafood, crustaceans. Do they add to the problem or are they really, is that a myth? Well, uh, difficult question because I think that for the majority, it's probably... uh, an aggravating factor, not a true allergy. Mm-hmm. And in some, it's tr- they're truly allergic to uh, the shellfish sure. and stuff like Which that. Which is separate from the eczema. Right. Okay. So my advice is to to do individualized testing mm-hmm. or, you know, if something that bugs you, you can always see a doctor and get testing for that. And, you know, once you confirm what you are truly allergic to, avoiding it. But that said, you know, eczema, as I said, is a genetic condition. So it's not so simple as to find that one allergen, avoid it, and then get cured of your eczema. Sure. It's you know something which is in your system. Oh, in I've the done blood. several patch tests. They still can't narrow down the couple of triggers right. that, that give me rashes. And, and the patch tests themselves are very, very uncomfortable. They're painful. <laughs> we are speaking Dr. Mark, to Dr. Mark Tang, consultant dermatologist at the Skin Specialist and Laser Clinic. Okay, let's talk about new treatments. Are there new treatments? So there are definitely new treatments. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, the traditional way, the conventional way was that we suppress the immune system. So mm-hmm. I told you that the problem of eczema is an immune system which is overreactive. Sure. And so we want to, you know, put on the brakes to the, ex- uh, to the eczema, put on the brakes to the immune system. So it turns out that um, the latest treatment available is something called dupilumab. And this drug is... Uh, brand new targeted treatment. So the immune system has got various divisions mm-hmm. and this drug targets 
that one part of the immune system that is, is responsible for it. So it's very distinct from the other conventional immune suppression drugs okay. where it's total immunosuppression. This is very targeted. It's very, you can say, smart in that sense. Mm-hmm. And it is, because it's so specific, it has less side effects. Okay. So if I had to be on long-term oral steroids mm-hmm. or long-term topical steroids, there will be side effects. And you know that's another problem that patients face because, as I mentioned, this can be a lifetime disease. Sure. And so that cumulative exposure to conventional therapies will give cumulative side effects. So this is now an, a, a chance to change you know, the, the, the treatment to target precise part of the immune system that's causing eczema. Okay. And, you know, it's it's now approved. It's been approved in the US since 2017 mm-hmm. and it's, you know, now available in Singapore. And so that's really made a change for people who are otherwise not controlled on standard conventional treatment. Okay. And so, you know, in the past, we would have never dreamt about this opportunity, never dreamt about this um, possibility mm-hmm. and with really all that research that's going on all that science that's going on you know this has been a real game changer for us okay. and it's made patients who otherwise would have been so terribly affected by the disease mm-hmm. you know give them a fresh opportunity to to have something different which I would grasp at if, if it, I was someone who was suffering from this kind of dermatitis but I'm going to ask you a very practical question is it a more expensive drug than conventional treatments? Well, that's the money question. Right? Yes, that's the money it's question. It's the money question. So I think that, uh, well, it is definitely much more expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think you're looking at somewhere north of $2,000 a month. Okay. Uh, it's an injectable. It's made differently from the rest. Mm-hmm. But I put it to you that it really unlocks the value of the quality of life of the patient. Sure. And it's difficult to put a you know, a, a cost to that, sure. a price to that. Of course. And, um, well, we do, I think in a couple of years, there'll be competitors, price will come down yep. and stuff like that. But but here, it's always weighing uh, the benefits and the risk mm-hmm. and, of course, the cost. Right. But from what we understand in patients with severe disease, I'm not talking about mild eczema. Sure. I'm not talking about eczema that can be controlled easily with creams. This is a valuable proposition for these patients. A very severe case. Who are very severe and who otherwise, you know, would have also have to spend a lot of time and money and effort and, you know, stuff just to get the eczema down to a level which would be compatible with a good quality of life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I, I mean, okay, from, at face value, it doesn't seem exorbitant, uh, but is it a forever treatment or is it a time-based treatment, you know, six injections and you're fine for the next year or something like that? Well, that's another difficult question. (laughs) Uh, Well, eczema, as I said, is a lifelong disease. Mm. And this drug has been used for patients, you know, two, three years with really good control. Right. I think that as patients improve, they decide how much they want. Sure. And once we get patients out of the flare, we get patients into a stable disease, mm-hmm. I always discuss with them what they what the expectations are sure. and what they need. And so I think my wish or 
the dream that we have is that this new drugs will modify the disease. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are ongoing trials in, 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 in other countries where they're looking at whether this drug will be able to really put to rest this hyperreactive immune system. Right. And so we hope that there's a disease modification in this drug uh, or any of the treatments that we give and mm-hmm. that, you know, by suppressing, by controlling, by, by just suppressing it enough that long-term they will then be able to continue without this drug but yet have a good quality of life. Okay. Well, this has been an interesting conversation, Dr. Mark Tang, consultant, dermatologist at the Skin Specialist and Laser Clinic. You certainly answered some of my more difficult questions, and I appreciate that very much. And you have dispelled some of the misconceptions that I might have had, my listeners might have had. So thank you so much for coming on the show and talking to us today on Money FM 89.3. It's a real pleasure. Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.